0: are listening to cbs wire have you ever felt the pressure to be successful have you ever felt anxious about anything and have you ever felt that the study progress reform has made it difficult to doubt anything well you're not alone According to the educational environment assessment that was published last year, these are some of the main tendencies that cause the students to rate the mental study environment at CBS as not satisfactory. But where can one go to get help in situations like these? This is where Charlotte Karpigrundet comes into the picture.
1: Hello, my name is uh, Charlotte Karpigrundet, and I'm the student chaplain at Frederiksberg campus, so here at CBS.
0: But how can a student chaplain help you with issues like these? To answer this question, I also met two students who have been in counseling at the chaplain's office. Louise Nielsen.
2: The stuff I went to talk to Charlotte about was first about the pressure of being a student, wanted to do good, um, try to cope with
3: all these exams.
0: And Camilla Andersen.
3: Because I needed to take the burden of my mother's sickness from my shoulders uh, once in a while, and uh, I did not feel like going to a therapist because it felt uh, I felt obligated.
0: I met Charlotte Capigrundet in her office on fourth floor at Porcelente on 24A in Frederiksberg. It's a tiny office. In the one end of the room, it looks like an ordinary office. There's a black office chair by a little desk with a computer on it. In the other end of the room, there's a cozier setting. There's a big bookshelf full of books and magazines, a sofa and a little coffee table with tea bags and sugar on it. This is where Charlotte usually sits and have her conversations with CBS students. Besides a Bible on the bookshelf, there really isn't anything in the room that indicates that this is a chaplain's office. Maybe this has something to do with the fact that being a student chaplain isn't all about religion.
1: Internationally, actually, you call it a religious professional, which means that you have an education and you have an experience to talk to people, uh, both as human to human, but also about religious questions. And when I talk about religious questions, it's also about life what is happening to us and how is it to be a human being in this world and how do I act in this world and how can I kind of get along in the world.
0: As a student chaplain at CBS Charlotte provides counseling to all students who wants to talk to her about whatever they want. It's free to visit her and she has 100% confidentiality. Most of the times, the counseling consists of conversations on the sofa at the office, but the counseling can also take place in other settings.
1: Most of the times, it's a cup of coffee or tea here, and we sit here at the office. And sometimes, which is really, really nice, we go for a walk. So it's more like a walk and talk, you can say. Because sometimes it can be nice, we sit so much in this modern time, and it can be nice to to move around while you're talking, and it can also do the, the talk, sometimes it's easier not to sit in front of another one and look more intense in the eyes, so, so it's, uh, it's depending. Sometimes I, I suggest it and, and see what they
0: would like. According to Charlotte, the students who visit her for counseling are very different kinds of people. Although, most of the students that come to her office are mostly female.
1: I think it's like 90% of those who I've talked to is actually female. Okay. Um, and we are wondering a little bit why, but I think that they're most they're used to to talk, and uh, for them it's more usual that to seek for help. I think and to kind of put words to their feelings or their experiences, and it's not like they don't see it as a problem. Asking for help to 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 do better in life, and there can still be a difference. I don't know, but um, but it it's just that I, I notice it. And then I don't know if my colleague is a man. so, And he had actually had most men. So so maybe there's also a, a, a difference there that maybe they want to prefer to talk to a woman if you're a woman or a man if you're a man. I don't know.
0: Getting counseling with Charlotte Capricone doesn't mean that one must be religious or bring religious issues to the table. She talks to students with all kinds of problems.
1: Actually, it's almost always questions about I'm feeling a little bit stressed or I'm just I don't feel too well I'm sa- I have a kind of sadness this period or I'm, I'm doubtful about my studies and is it the right choice I did or or I'm I'm certainly I have a, a sickness or illness how can I how can I cope with that during my studies or my grandmother my mother is suddenly sick back in Jutland and now I have to finish my bachelor it can be sexual yeah harassment what do you say if it's even stronger than that um, bad experience in that sense, and it can be. I once had also about the uh, abortion, and it can also be. You know, I was. I'm in love with this person, or this and this happened, and yeah. So all kind of things. Also, it's also the period where you, kind of, uh, what happened to you in your childhood when you start studying and getting more independent, and you have to create your own life. Once you get stressed in periods, all these things can um, be more present suddenly. And have an influence on you so you don't feel that you are completely able to focus or yeah so it's i mean it's all things that can happen
0: to us in life during her time as a student chaplain charlotte has learned a lot about what it means to be a student at cbs
1: i think the the period of being student have always been like a really um, a really fascinating period for everybody i think but also a very vulnerable period you have to, you get very independent, you you move from another, from your hometown, maybe from your parents, your grandparents, you you were really good at school, so at your gymnasium, now you come to CBS where you meet with the very best and you have to kind of find out how to work academically and you have to structure everything yourself and you have to do the shopping and take care, find yourself a place to live and there are all these things with the the group work and finding new friendships and all the love affairs and breaking up. And so, so these are like normal things for students. student. And you find out, re- I'm really good at this and, oh, I'm really bad at this. So all these, these things are natural. And also the doubtfulness, is, a, is it the right thing or will there ever be a job or a way for me to, to, go, to go on in life with?
0: Talking to CBS students, Charlotte has also discovered some tendencies in the problems that the students of today are facing.
1: What I experienced today is that the pressure is kind of um, abnormal. There's no room for mistakes or for uh, for time to think or to go to choose to pick up a wrong subject and then, okay, say okay, it doesn't matter so much. I'll just pick another one. And that pressure that you have to be the very best all the time, which is good if I mean if you're an athlete and you know you have to run the two hundred meter and be the best there, it's 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 one thing. You have to be best at. But here it's like all time. And it's not only at the the studying. It's because you have to be perfect at Instagram, on Facebook, and you have to be good in Twitter or in LinkedIn. And and you have to kind of make a position of yourself while you're studying. So there's actually... I mean, when I look at the students today, sometimes I think, do they really have like the the quietness to actually go deeper into the things while they study? Or do they have to just... I mean, there's so many things they have to do meanwhile. Mm-hmm. So so the and then there's this fear which is different. I think there's always a fear and fear is a good thing in our life. It keeps us alive. But now it's a fear without reason because it's a fear of ending up home like homeless people. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay, I mean it's not gonna happen in Denmark and maybe there is a job between between being the big leader and then ending up homeless. I mean maybe there uh, jobs in between that that mm. you can look at mm. <laughs> and today it's like it's not acceptable to do that you have to be uh, you you have to be ambitious if you're just like no I want to have a good life I want to have a a good okay job and I'll do my best there and I want to also have time to my family and while you're studying it's not the story that goes they keep telling you you have to be the best and I have both boys and, and girls or women and men who comes and they have developed fear which is like why
0: Mm.
1: So I think that's, uh, that kind of pressure is, um, yeah.
0: One of the students who have received counseling from Charlotte Capigronet is Louise Nielsen. Louise graduated two years ago from CBS, where she studied her master in psychology and economics. But she remembers quite clearly what her thoughts were when she arranged a counseling meeting with Charlotte for the first time.
2: In the beginning, I was a little bit skeptic. Is it too much God? Or how will it be to talk to a priest? But um, it was really good. I think uh, they have a very big knowledge on the students, life here, um, and also about life in general. And it was not anything about God, it was about me, and what did I need to talk to her about.
0: Luise had a lot of different things that she talked to Xelota about. Both issues about being a student, and issues about life in general. But although she brought different things to the table, the issues seems to be very similar to the problems that Charlotte talks to most of the students about.
2: The stuff I went to talk to Charlotte about was first about the pressure of being a student, wanting to do good, um, try to cope with all these exams, um, and my own pressure of wanting to have good grades. And after that, I also used to talk to her about everything that goes on in my life. Um, my my parents are divorced, um, so talked about that and every other everything that was affecting me that day or
3: mm.
2: so st- student and in life just in in general.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. For Louise, the counselling hours with Charlotte has meant a lot to her, and she has benefited a lot from the conversations they had.
2: Um, The benefits of my talk with Charlotte was uh, that I get a a better knowledge of myself Mm. and also found out that it's normal to to feel pressure when you are uh, a student uh, in a university and also that your everyday life also affects uh, your study life and the other way around.
0: Why did you visit the student chaplain um, and not a psychologist?
2: I went to the student chaplain because I couldn't afford to go to see a psychologist mm. and they had time right away and, and also I could get so many hours I want to. Um, and they know the, the, the environment in CPS uh, so that was uh, a good benefit after mm. I found out that they were here at CPS.
0: Today, Louise is 40 years old. So when she was studying at CBS, she was older than her fellow students. But despite being older, she also experienced the pressure of being a student just as many of her peers.
2: When I was a student, the hardest thing was the pressure, uh, the internal pressure, and also the, the pressure that was amongst the students of wanting to have a good grade. Um, trying to find a group where you just fit Perfectly together um, and try to make your way try to make my way of being an older student where where many of them are were at least ten years younger than me and being a different a different time and place in life
3: um, so mm.
2: yeah.
0: When Charlotte has counselling with students, she doesn't provide any answers to their problems. Nor does she tell them what to do. Instead, she makes them reflect on things.
1: What I usually do, and now, now we call it counselling, and in, in, in that sense I do actually very seldom give any advice in that sense. What I try to do in the conversation with with, uh, with them is kind of Make them think, ask them questions, so they are, they will be more aware of that they they actually are able to choose. And sometimes it has a price to choose. Sometimes it has. Would you love to work seventy hours a week, for example? Not really. Why? And then we talk about that. What is the price about for working on? And what about the values? If if you could try out and see if your values, but if it's kind of if you get depressed about it. Then that's the price. And then if you, know, if you know that maybe it's easier to choose and say, maybe it's not the time now, or what will happen if you say no thank you. And some, very often when we talk about it, people will find out Well, nothing will happen. The worst thing that will happen is that the, the image or the picture they have of themselves or that they want the world to have will kind of maybe fall apart. And, and that, can be a, that can be a hard thing. Kind of i thought i should be a rock and roll star and now i'm just playing my guitar in my room for example so that and that can be a hard thing but but once you once you are aware of it and once you kind of meet that fear it, it very easily um, evaporate actually
0: being a part of the student chaplains of expert charlotte also talks to students from other universities than CBS. But according to her, there's not that big of a difference in the questions or issues brought by the students from CBS and students from other universities. Does the questions by CBS students um, stand out from questions by students from other universities?
1: No, actually not. And I think the diversity in CBS uh, is is very wide. Yeah. So, uh, So actually it doesn't. I mean, sometimes, of course, there can be somebody who's work with the uh, biology. They can say, "Well, now they say everything is something going on in our brain, and and love is just, you know, a, a kind of reflection in the brain." And how, what, how does that make me a person? Or, or and then we discuss that. That question, I seldom would have from one from CBS. But of course, if you work with with the uh, with genes and mm. gene manipulation and things like that, then that will be asked. Or if you if you are a first year student there you it, you will ask yourself is it okay to kill like 300 mice and do all these strange experiment is it ethically how do i how do i actually cope with this in a way so then we discuss that hmm. and and so but that's the only thing i mean mostly it's just completely you can say uh, ordinary complete, all these things which can happen to us as human being I mean, all of us fall in love, all of us have breaks up, all of us have sickness with friends or with family, all of us have experienced maybe divorces or maybe alcohol problem or, I mean, or stress. So it's a a very similar question. Mm. And it's all question, I mean, I think most people could relate to.
0: Although Charlotte is a chaplain, it's surprisingly seldom that the students come to her to talk about religion and ask her religious questions.
1: The specific religious question, that's like, I think I have that maybe only three times a year. So that's very seldom. And I know that somebody, they have kind of asked, they told me when they came first time, it's like, oh no, it's God, what if she's asking me if we should ask, we should look in the Bible and say, what does the Bible say about Mommy is an alcoholic or something like that. Or how will God, God solve my problem being, have so much fear in my life always and, and fighting with too much fear for the exams. And and it's never like that.
0: Another student who has received counseling from the student chaplain is Camilla Anderson. Camilla studies law and economics at CBS and she came to talk to Charlotte for completely different reasons than Louise Nielsen did. Can you tell me a little about why you visited the student chaplain in the first place?
3: Because I needed to take the burden of my mother's sickness from my shoulders uh, once in a while and uh, I did not feel like going to a therapist because it felt uh, I felt obligated if I saw a healthcare professional. So, I chose to see if I could have another um, chance to, uh, to have someone listening to me so that it wouldn't involve uh, too much of uh, my history or personal uh, relationships. Or I just really needed someone to listen who was able to understand in a broader context.
0: For Camilla, there was a very clear reason why she chose to visit the student chaplain instead of a psychiatrist.
3: The problem I have is not my problem mental illness in parents is not the child's responsibility. So if I had to sit at the psychologist's office, I would be scared that, oh, and and do you in any way uh, behave like uh, your mother or... Yeah, you know, I would feel like maybe I was the sick one, suddenly, I know that's not the truth. I I know that's not the truth, but it it would feel like um, giving another person access to parts of me that I don't think is the issue here. The chaplain sees me as I am, and as I feel like I am. And it's also important to me, because it's like a shadow. If you live your entire childhood in the shadow of a a mentally ill parent, it can be very tough to be yourself. It's actually a lot about being myself, and being seen as myself, and getting attention as myself. And that's something you can't find in a psychologist.
0: Both Luisa and Camilla thinks that the student chaplains are a good and important initiative because they understand what it means to be a student and they have the time to listen to the students.
3: She doesn't remind you of any local authority. Uh, She's not a healthcare professional. If you go to the study guidance, some of them will be healthcare persons and they would want to see you again maybe if if they think you have the need to. So you will feel obligated to them in another way or you will feel maybe... um, you would take their uh, opinion into account and it wouldn't be uh, without any pressure for you to uh, to go back to them once in a while. They won't pressure you to do anything, but I don't think you would feel the same freedom or the same uh, room for you to be as you want to be, when you want to get help for your problems. And the study counseling, they're nice people and you can talk to them, but I think they have less of an opportunity to listen you, to you the same way. Hmm. So uh, we don't really have any other uh, options if we want someone to to actually seem like they care in a way that you want them to. (laughs) Hmm.
0: You have once again listened to CBS Wire. And once again, we urge you to tell everyone you know about our podcast If you have anything you want to talk to Charlotte Kappigrundet or her colleague Søren Kærbrun about, you can contact them on their website spfb.dk. Here you can also book a time for counseling. Soon we'll be back with another great podcast for you. Thank you for listening.